Hello, fellow patriots. I'd like to welcome you to our first ever episode of The Real Rich Rant with your host, as myself, uh, as Rich. So, guys, I want to thank you guys for being a part of this first ever podcast. Uh, to let you know, this has probably been in the works and in my thoughts for probably about a week and a half and talked to a lot of friends and stuff. So, and I definitely wanted this to be a great place and everything where you can be a black, proud conservative and all and be about truth, justice, and the American way. So, I'm definitely glad for each and every one of you guys to be tuning in today here in our first podcast. So, now, as I mentioned before, it's been um, a couple weeks when I, was, I really started thinking about why I want to be able to create Real Rich Rant. And a lot of it has to do just because, you know, it seems like we have a major issue that's going on in our country if you happen to be a be black and be a conservative. And I'm sure if a lot of you guys were, so you're probably very smart people, especially if you are patriots. I know you care so much about your country. You know, you kind of, you're seeing some of the things that are going on, you know, so not just in the black community, but just in society in general when it comes to being conservative, where it seems like, you know, a lot of the, ideologies where of trying to be a conservative or trying to be a Trump supporter like myself and maybe some of you guys are as well, you know, that that's really being looked down at and being called many, many different names. And as I said before, it's a lot of, a lot of problems, especially if you are a black conservative. Yeah, I'm sure I can be able to get a show of hands of some of you out there that have been been told where so that if you are conservative, that, you know, even black or not, as Candace Owens found out about people calling her a, uh, a black white supremacist, you've been seen as being a racist. Uh, might be even as a person that says, hey, you know, I'm one of those people who support Trump and everything. And you might be seen as being delusional or all those other names. Uh, you, maybe some of you guys out there, too, you've been hearing so much about the whole Black Lives Matter and what's been going on with them and the the, the massive amount of, of situations that are going on with the violence or what Black Lives Matter were. So that if you happen to be one of those first people to say, hey, you know what? All lives matter. And you might be looked at being down at there as, as somebody who who is a race traitor or something like that. There's probably a couple of you guys out there that felt a little bit of that uh, from time to time again. Some even worse, like the lady that happened to ha actually lose her life that was there in uh, Indianapolis. Actually lost her life and all for saying all lives matter after just having a disagreement with a group of people she was what she was with that believed in Black Lives Matter. But that's the reason why we want to be able to put together Rich Rant. Rich Rant is going to be a place where you guys can come here and be able to hear not just my truth, but be able to get the truth in general. This is one of the, the areas you know, where I want each and every one of you, whether if you are a black, proud conservative, and the, and the proud, uh, proud being underlined and highlighted, that you know you can come here and be able to be yourself. Not feel that just because you don't have a blue D you know, behind your name, that you're not black enough, which I always found very interesting to be able to hear from Joe Biden where saying people like myself were that if I don't vote for him, then I'm not black. Yeah, that's exactly what I needed. I needed a 60 some year old white guy to tell me I'm not black. Wow, what a revelation. Maybe you're that type of person where it says, hey, you know what? It's like, you know, I'm not looking for free stuff, as I like to call out there, you know, the give me free stuff, Bernie Sanders uh, crowd. No, you're not you know, one of those type of people. You're the type of person that says, hey, you know what? I'm more than willing to work for. I don't need anybody coming up to say to me, oh, poor black man, poor black woman. You've been through so much. You know, there's so much systemic racism here. Let's just give you free stuff. I don't know about you, but that's not the type of person that I am. I'm a person that goes out there and, and gets up every single day, puts his shoes on to wear and it's ready to work. 
I'm ready to go out there and build something new. Or maybe you're the person who's a business owner and you're ready to go out there and say, hey, you know what? I don't need any handouts. I don't need anything like that. I don't need somebody telling me about affirmative action or anything like that. It's like, you know what? All I need is what America gives us. America gives each and every one of us the opportunity to be able to put our shoes on, go out there and be something better. We don't sit there and use an example where just because you were born on in uh, South in South Central Los Angeles or you were born in a bad area in New York or you were born on the west side of Chicago, that just because you were born there, that's where you're going to stick. Now, that's not the type of people that we're talking about here. We're talking about people just like yourself who says, you know what? I'm in the land of the free. I'm in one of the greatest countries of all time. That's why people are breaking their necks and some even lose their lives to be able to get here. If that's you, this is the show for you. This is a show and also we believe in and being able to have freedom of expression that people are not going to sit there and look at us bad just because, you know, we have a difference of opinion because we don't go Democrat. Because we actually believe in something better and actually America being great for everyone. We don't sit there and use use examples of of the of, you know, racism always stopping us or or, you know, all these other examples, pulling out the race card every chance we can get. We don't sit there and think that every policeman out there is when we get our car stopped is out there to kill us. Are there bad cops out there? Sure there is. And this isn't going to be a show where it's always going to be just pro everything, especially, you know, being all pro Trump. Sure, I'm a Trump supporter. But does that mean I I accept everything or I agree with everything that he does? No. But that's OK, because that's what real retrend is about. It's about having freedom, about being able to say what you want to say, even if it might go against what the mainstream media might tell you. That's what this show is all about. So I had many friends that were uh, really encouraging me when I this kind of came across my mind. And big shout out to my um, my my friend uh, P, who's been really uh, been really giving me a lot of encouragement. We've had many different conversations about about um, this, and he really gave me that encouragement to go out there and try to be able to put the show together. You know, so this is what I want to do because, you know, truth be told, it doesn't seem like we have a lot of people out there outside of maybe a lot of the newer, the bigger uh, social media influencers you have out there that are really talking towards the real issues. You're not hearing that through CNN. You're not hearing that through MSNBC. They're not talking about the about the real issues that are going on in the black community, why we're seeing so much violence, why we're seeing all uh, people going Democrat. They don't want to talk about that stuff. Why? Because it goes against his narrative. And we'll get back to that a little later on our first topic. But the point being is that this is going to be a show where I want to be able to interact with each and every one of you. I want this to be a community. I want there to be a rich rent nation. I want this to be somewhere where you feel comfortable being able to share your, your views right there on the screen or, so, or maybe even having some call-ins. And also part of what we're planning on doing is actually being able to have uh, some guests that actually might be coming on onto the show as well. So people you'll be able to be inspired by where so being able to hear different views that I think would be very helpful for each and every one of us. Because whether you're black, white, Hispanic, wherever it is, you know, although it might be a show that's just talking about being proud black and conservative, this is for all patriots. Yeah, that's what you are. If you believe in any of the things that I just got done talking about, you are a patriot. You are a person who cares about this country. You care about the election that's coming up. You want the country to be better than what it was before. And this is what this is all about for you. So again, guys, thank you. I appreciate your support. I hope you end up following us not only on this on this live podcast, but also you end up following us on our Twitter handle and also which is actually at Real Rich Rant. So that's R E A L R I C H R E A L Real Rich uh, Real Rich Rant R A N T. Sorry, 
it's the first time, that's okay. So, but Real Rich Randall on our Twitter account, definitely follow us, tell your friends about it, tell your friends about this podcast, and also, we'd love to be able to hear from you guys in the future, and also, we definitely want to welcome you to our first show. So, guys, as you can see, where our first title for uh, this episode is actually... So I know for some of you guys where if you might be not watching as much national news or different things like that, I definitely want to make sure to always bring you the upfront and latest that's been going on aware and be able to talk with you guys and hear back from you. But uh, today's show is actually about something that happened uh, just yesterday uh, um, in Chicago. So uh, as you know, Lightfoot, uh, Mayor Lori Lightfoot is the mayor of, of the city of Chicago, the third largest city in the United States, and if you have not, if you've been under a rock or something, you've obviously been hearing about a lot of the violence and the violence and crime and different things where that's been going on in the city of Chicago, and quite honestly, where it does not seem like this mayor, Mayor Lightfoot, or I like to almost think of her as Mayor Lightweight, is doing anything about it. How do we know this is going on and how, how things are getting worse? If you haven't heard the word from last night, where there was actually a major situation that came on um, uh, uh, yesterday, uh, actually last night on Tuesday night, and also around 6.30 Tuesday night in Chicago, there was actually a major shooting where 15 people were actually shot at a funeral. Yes, you read that right. At a funeral. So as I said before, so around around uh, late Tuesday evening, where so there was there was a shooting that was at a, fi- a funeral for a victim of gun violence, where this is according to sources, and I want to make sure I always give you sources from ABC Seven Chicago, and also where while while attending a funeral, um, some suspects actually did actually ended up shooting um, at the funeral uh, uh, location, and in addition to that actually happening, and also some of the people were actually attending the funeral ended up shooting back and I guess apparently the car that's that's considered to be a black car ended up crashing and one of the suspects was actually apprehended in this but right this second also we now have 15 people who have shot that are in five different hospitals probably fighting for their lives now I can't tell you how much it makes me angry patriots to know to sit there and think that you had people these low lives who thought about shooting people during a funeral didn't care about anybody else, the innocent lives, men, 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 women, or children, or anything like that. They were just ready to shoot. If that doesn't piss you off, I don't know what is. One of the uh, witnesses that was there, uh, uh, that was actually there, uh, her, uh, Miss Ginder actually said, uh, quote, we thought it was a war going on in here, out here, and it was ridiculous. Again, she said, we thought it was a war out here, and that it is ridiculous what is going on in her area. It is sad to know that we have pe- we have people in innocent lives all over the cities, and, and not just in Chicago, but just major cities that are having to deal with this. We had a father, uh, a daughter, a little girl who actually lost her father while she was crossing while she was crossing the street with her father, and a guy pulls out a gun and ends up shooting him in New York. There was a three-year-old where who was in her own house in Chicago. And was shot aware because of some some straight bullet aware so due to gun violence and lost her life. It's ridiculous and it's sad. So obviously, you know, Chicago's having some major issues that are going on right there. So and what happened is that things have gotten so bad, and if you don't know some of the numbers, and also in the last six weeks, there's probably been over 150 people plus. Not even including where it's like the 15 people who were shot last night. God uh, God I'm praying that none of them, that everything's gonna be okay with them. 
But there's been over 150 shooters over in the last six weeks just in Chicago by itself. So it turns out that God, uh, that John Catanzaro, uh, Catanza, I hope I said his name right, but he happens to be uh, the head of the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police, said about a couple days ago we're actually asking for President Trump to send a request to get help to help the police be able to get all this violence in order. Of course, you know, these are some things that are really going to be really being needed right now because we're seeing all these lives where they're either people being shot or shot dead or whatever. So obviously there is chaos going on in Chicago. And so what was the what was Mayor Lightfoot's response to this? According to what John, uh, what Mr. Costanzo said, said, he said, because it, it, that she actually said where that he had actually become unhinged, unhinged. Because he was willing to go and ask help from the commander in chief, from President Donald J. Trump, for help to come and take care of the violence that's going on in our cities. And I, I find that very, very amazing. So because you kind of figure yourself like, you know, you, you claim more so that so many things that are going on and you're trying to hire, handle everything. But obviously, if you have somebody who is a, ma a major person in the Chicago police force saying that there's a major issue that he actually has to ask the president to help. Yeah, obviously, Mayor Lightfoot, you're not doing the right thing or you're not doing anything at all. You're too busy going around wearing green hats and doing all these other different things. You're obviously not helping. So it turns out where so uh, that she was actually interviewed on MSNBC and it was shown as a right here where that when in her response to uh, what uh, what Mr. Katanzara uh, said is that she actually said, quote, we've got an unhinged leader of the Federal Order of Police who was doing this because uh, he's craving attention. This man has dedicated his life where to put on his boots and put on his head, knowing whether he, whether or not or where he's going to be coming home or he's going to be shot, that he's out there giving, trying to get help from the president of the United States because he's craving attention. I'm sorry, weren't you just the person to wear just a couple weeks ago after sec uh, White House press secretary called you out on the bad job that you're doing, that you had the professionalism, and I'm very light with that, to sit there and write, hey, Karen, watch your mouth. Talk about trying to get attention. Who does that? Sounds really mature, Mayor. And then when she went on and was asked in regards to Trump trying to bring troops, whether it's National Guard or anything like that, she said, she said, as for those things possibly happening, she said that they that it is a dangerous road for us to go down. And she said and that she didn't want to have people who don't know the Chicago streets. She doesn't want to have people. She doesn't seem like you know them yourself. And thought that the idea of having Trump being able to send troops here to help out our brave men and women in the Chicago Police Department to send those troops would cause chaos and lawlessness. Let me repeat that back to you, uh, Patriots. She believes that by bringing the extra help, which obviously a leader in the Chicago Police Department has just said that they need help, having chaos and lawlessness. Chaos and lawlessness, huh? Well, let's do a little bit of records of what actual lawlessness looks like. Now, according to the UPI, where so it's like we had on May 31st, on just one day, Sunday, May 31st of this year, 
there were 18 shootings in one day. This was actually one week after the George Floyd death. 18 people were shot in one day. The previous record were actually dates back to August 4th of 1991 when it was 13. I don't care if it was one. That's still too much. Almost, uh, almost a week or so later, on June 9th, 85 people were shot in one weekend. That's over 40 people in a day. That sounds a whole lot like lawlessness, Miss Lightfoot. A whole lot like lawlessness. And it obviously sounds like you're needing the help and you're not wanting to do something about it. And in fact, where so on the day of that May 31st, you know, when we had those 18 shooters, which is now the new record for the most shootings in one day in the city of, city of Chicago history, it was actually showed where that she actually stated that there was 65,000 calls, 65,000 police calls on May 31st, which was, according to her, her own words, there were 50, that was 50,000 more calls than usual than what Chicago gets in a day. Chaos, lawlessness, sounds like we got a lot of that going on in the city of Chicago. And nobody wants to talk about it. And even more so what we're dealing with right now is that it sounds like that our mayor doesn't want to do anything about it. I mean, think about it. Here's the question I would like to be able to ask a lot of those people out there who are backing her up and also here be a question I would want to know. If we were dealing with the Obama administration and he saw how much crap that was going on where with the amount of gun violence and different things that were going on in the city of Chicago and 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 we had our our, uh, our chief of police go out there asking Mr. Obama where so for the help. Would she turn it down? Patriots, I think you're pretty smart. I'm pretty, pretty much sure you know the answer to that would be no. There's no way she would turn it down. So why would she turn down? Oh, that's right. Because we're dealing with Donald Trump. Because Donald Trump actually called her out several times in press conferences and in interviews. Kaylee McEnany where has done the same thing. And now we have a top person in the Chicago police calling him out saying that obviously Mayor Lori Lightfoot is not doing a good job. And so what is she doing? She's choosing to be stubborn and unhelpful and not doing her job, even going as far as to blame, as you just heard, as I just read you that quote, that quote earlier and also saying it's an, you know, we have an unhinged leader in a fraternal order of police for Chicago and is actually going out there and blaming him, blaming him for the issues that are going on in a city that she was elected to oversee. I don't know about you, but that sounds pretty bass backwards. I'm sorry. I think when you've been held as mayor, it's your job to make sure that your constituents are safe. And you're not doing that. And now when you have a leader in, in the police department, so they're saying, hey, Mr. Trump, we need some help. We saw what you did in, in Seattle when they were doing the whole chopping also at over a week or so and three people were shot. And you told the mayor and the governor of the state of Washington in the city of, in the city of Seattle, if you guys don't get your act together, we're coming in and we're going to fix this. Can you do the same thing in Chicago? So what does Mayor Lightfoot says? No, 
That's not what I want. So here's a question you need to ask yourself, patriots. For anybody who might be out there, these democratic or liberal uh, type of uh, politicians out there. Here's a question you have to ask uh, the mayor of Chicago or anyone like that. Are you putting your stubborn pride over helping the people who voted you into your office? Is it more important word to try to focus on how you can keep this president looking bad? Knowing that you're less, you're just over 100 days away from an election when you know you can get the help. So you don't have to sit there with your tail between your legs and sit there and say, hey, you know what? The president did help me. Sounds like somebody who's not doing their job. And it's obvious where if you have your own law enforcement stating that you're not doing your job. He actually said in an interview uh, with Laura, um, with, uh, Laura Ingram on Fox News last night that he said if you would have saw the text messages after he had sent out that statement saying that he needed help from the Trump, he says you would be amazed how childish and unprofessional she actually was acting after he made that statement. Unbelievable. So I think if you're a person from Chicago or it's like that, I think it's important where you make sure you let your mayor know that obviously this must be a situation where you care a whole lot more about trying to make this president bad than protecting a six-year-old girl who's sitting on her porch out there playing only to get shot. Or trying to, or trying to protect families who might be out there enjoying a time where in, in the park only for there to be some gang thing going on and straight bullets flying everywhere. Where's the protection, Mayor? That's what we would like to know. This is definitely going to they feel a major issue, not just here, not just in Chicago, but it's also in New York, in L.A., in probably Houston, in Seattle, and all these different things, and all Portland, Oregon, which we just heard about yesterday. Another major issue that's going on. We got more violence going on out there. This is an opportunity where we need to have law and order in our country. And we need to be able to count on the right people, the right politicians, the people out there who are actually sitting to help and who are actually offering help. Just like the president, he's offering the help to anyone who needs to be able to do this. Because when we're seeing all the violence, you know, where's the violence happening? And and led and Democrat led cities and states where we're seeing all these issues going on. That's a problem. Now, of course, we can go a little deeper in there as we go into the national action and thinking about what Biden and all the other stuff and all. But, you know, that'll be for another episode. We don't have to worry about that right now. But what we're talking about right now is that we're dealing with the amount of violence that is going on across our country. And the problem is that no one's talking about this or even talking about what is the main cause of it. It has nothing it has nothing to do with just white cops going out there trying to kill black people. As Black Lives Matter would like to have you think and try to coerce you into doing. Have we had situations like that? Yes, we have. There are some bad cops out there, but a good majority of them are good cops. They're going out there putting their lives on the line every single day. They got families. They have wives and children and everything like that. But, but one of the real problems is really going on. No one wants to touch. Now, what is that problem, you might say? But I know you patriots, you guys are probably strong, uh, probably smart enough to understand. So I really don't have to say it, but I'm going to say it anyway for those of you guys who might be new. 
why we're having these issues, where especially in the black community, it's not dealing just with with police uh, police situations. The main reason that we're dealing with happens to be one of the three things that I think is the problem that we have within the black community. And I'll actually touch on that on another episode. I hope you guys will be able to tune in where so we can go a little bit more in depth in it. But I will tell you one of them right now. It has to do with the family. We have more situations where you're dealing with single moms taking care of kids all by themselves. We don't have that base, that structure of having mom and dad there, being able to have our sons who have a good, a, a good father figure in their lives. That is a problem. We have so many strong black mothers out there who have to do the jobs of two people, just like my own. And thank God I was able to, to go on and do great, go on to college, stuff like that. But I do realize where I'm rarity. But that is a major issue that we have in our community that needs to be fixed. In addition to with that also being an issue, with there not being any positive father figures in their lives, it leads to other situations where that we might be having within our community, dealing with gang problems and drugs and different things like that, but particularly dealing with the amount of violence and all. We have all the black on black crime coming on. Terry Crews, the actor, brought that up where on CNN to Don Lemon. And what was his, his response? To, uh, to Terry Crews when he sat and said the major issue we have in the black community is black on black crime. What was Lemon's response? What does that have to do with the amount of police violence and different things like that? It's like what Denzel Washington had said a couple years ago when he had did a movie and all. He says it has nothing to do with the system. It has to do with the families. And, we're, and the fact that we don't have fathers who are positively contributing in our communities. He said by the time that they get to the system, it's already broken. That is a major issue that we're dealing with. When's the last time you've heard about Black Lives Matter talk about black on black crime? They're not talking about that. You wanna know why? Because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative. All they want to do is sit there and have people like yourself, free thinkers like yourself, patriots, that want to think for themselves and, and be able to notice the truth of what's really going on out here. Black Lives Matter wants you to sit there and focus on, oh, no, it's only white people uh, oppressing you. It's only the cops doing this thing. No, we don't want to talk about black and black crime. We don't talk. We don't want to talk about the broken family in the black community. We don't talk about those different things. We don't want to talk about about there being a lack of importance of the education uh, of education in our communities. We don't want to talk about those things. Let's just focus on the police. Last time I checked where they say that it takes a village to raise a child. Question we need to ask ourselves, patriots, is what's wrong with our village? And why are we taking the positive steps, the correct steps to fix it? Just a few things to think about. Well, hey, guys, that's what I have for my first show. Hope you guys found this uh, informative, intriguing. As I said before, I'd love to be able to hear from you guys. Definitely reach out to us on our Twitter account again. Uh, once again, as at Real Rich Rants. So R-E-A-L-R-I-C-H. 
R-A-N-T, Real Rich Rant, on our Twitter account. If you're hearing this, and also I'd love to be able to hear from you guys. We'll be doing another episode very soon. And also, but again, I'd like to thank each and every one of you guys for hearing our first episode. So definitely, you know, you guys stay safe. Uh, stay safe. Look forward to hearing from you next time. And talk to you soon. Take care.